Hello everyone and welcome to Box Office Receipts. I'm your host Tyler Callahan and we got a bit of a quiet week both in Hollywood and at the box office. Let's start with the domestic top five. Opening in first place is The Woman King from Sony, which opened to $19 million. In second place was Barbarian dropping 40%, making $6.3 million for a total now of $20.9 million. Third place was Pearl from A24, which opened to $3.12 million. In fourth place was See How They Run from Searchlight Pictures with $3.1 million. And lastly, in fifth place was Bullet Train with $2.5 million for a total of $96.3 million. In other box office news, I believe this is the first weekend since its release that Top Gun was not in the top five, coming in at sixth place. Also, Barasma Part 1 dropped big, dropping 76%, making $1.1 million for a total of $6.7 million. So for Sony, The Woman King opened to $19 million is really solid. It's gotten great reviews, and so far, looks to have great word of mouth with an A-plus cinema score. I was curious how this was going to do, but it looks like there's enough interest in it now to keep it going throughout September. It'll definitely pass $50 million domestic, and I can even see it hitting $75 million. If it gets decent international numbers, then it has a chance of at least breaking even at the box office. The reported budget is around $50 million. For Pearl, the $3 million opening is solid, considering the budget for the film was about a million. Uh, for Searchlight, they are likely disappointed by the opening of See How They Run. I assumed they were hoping for an opening between 5 to 10 million, which at this rate, it will likely finish its entire run between 10 to 15 million domestically. So hopefully the Avatar re-release wakes up the box office a bit, as it's been uh, quiet for quite a while now. The box office in China also got more quiet over the weekend. Staying in first place is Give Me Five with 6.1 million for a total of 47.4 million. Second place was New Gods Yang Jin with 2.7 million for a total of 71.6 million. Third place was Moon Man with 2.6 million for a total of 451.8 million. And fourth place was Table for Six with $2 million for a total of 11.6 million. And in fifth place was Song of Spring with 1.3 million for a total of $10 million. Looking at worldwide numbers, Baresma Part 1 is at $41 million worldwide. Not sure what the budget of this is, but I'm not sure a sequel will move forward with these kind of numbers. Ticket to Paradise from Universal opened in some international markets, making $14.8 million. It'll open domestically next month. Bullet Train made $3.8 million for a worldwide total of $222.1 million. See How They Run made $1.9 million for a total of $7.6 million. Barbarians earned another $500,000 for a total of $21.9 million. DC League of Super Pets is likely to not pass $200 million worldwide, making $4.9 million for a total now of $177.6 million. And Minions Drives of Crew made $4.6 million for a worldwide total of $913.1 million. Finally, did this not happen until just after the weekend, but it is now official, Jurassic World Dominion has passed $1 billion. This makes all three Jurassic World films passing $1 billion worldwide, though Dominion will still come in at the lowest grossing of the three. It also becomes the second film this year to pass a billion worldwide. Universal can breathe 
a sigh of relief. Moving to news in Hollywood, we start with an exclusive from Variety. I know, weird, since it's usually exclusives are from Deadline. Uh, what, what do you got? What do we got? Well, they are reporting that Universal will not try to release Bros in Middle Eastern countries. It's not surprising at all, considering it is an R-rated romantic comedy about a gay couple. If some Middle Eastern countries were having issues with what Disney have been releasing, they would be freaking out about Bros. So yeah, it makes sense that Universal is not even going to try to get it approved. Staying with Universal, more specifically Illumination, it looks like they are getting into making adult animation. Illumination is now developing a new label called Moonlight and are hiring Mike Moon to run it. As for how it'll work, Moonlight will have an office in Illumination's headquarters in Santa Monica, with the films being produced in Illumination's Paris location. As for distribution, they will also be distributed by Universal, which is not a surprise. Right now, the announcement is just about the formation of the new label and how it will run. We have no word on what they will actually be making. I would say it would likely be content for Peacock, or maybe even sell to another streaming service. I'd be a bit surprised if they made an adult animated feature film and release it in theaters. Back to Deadline exclusives, we have one about Paramount, where they have begun working on a new Cloverfield film. As for who will be working on it, Babak Anvari will be directing, Joe Barton will write the script, and J.J. Abrams will produce. And that's about all we know, since as per usual with Cloverfield films, the plot is kept a secret until it's closer to release. Well, I think it's good that Paramount is trying to build up this franchise again, since Cloverfield Paradox was, well, uh, not good. If they planned this out better, it could be one of their stronger franchises. It's just been very scattershot over the past decade. And continuing with Deadline exclusives, we now know who will be writing the script for Fantastic Four, with the site reporting that Jeff Kaplan and Ian Springer have joined the project. They joined Matt Shackman, who will be directing it. Now, Marvel must really love what they have written so far, because they are up-and-coming screenwriters. With this being their first blockbuster film they will be writing, they've written other things before. Uh, and this will be their second theatrical film after writing Disaster Wedding, which is currently in the works at Warner Brothers. And in the last exclusive from Deadline, they are reporting that Lionsgate have bought the worldwide rights to Scrambled. It's a comedy about a woman who has a crisis when she decides to freeze her eggs. It is written, directed, and stars Leia McKendrick, and also stars Clancy Brown, Adam Rodriguez, and Yvonne Stavskitz. McKendrick looks to also be another up-and-comer in Hollywood. This will be her directorial debut, but has made a main name for herself with writing. She has already written a prequel for Grease for Paramount. She is set to direct a film for them as well, called Better Late Than Never, and is also working on writing a script for a reboot of Troop Beverly Hills for TriStar. As for the premise of this film, it's definitely more unique, and I'm interested in learning more about it whenever they release a trailer for it. Finally, if you're planning to see Avatar back in theaters again, it looks like you will need to stay to the very end of the film. As it's being reported, there is a sneak peek of The Way of Water. The film is already being released in some international markets, and people are posting on social media what they saw. So, something to keep in mind. There's not much going on in VOD Premium this week. Looking at the Nielsen ratings for the last week of August, House of the Dragon debuted in 6th place with its two episodes for 741 million minutes. This has also brought back interest in Game of Thrones, which shot back up to 3rd place with 909 million minutes watched. And the first two spots were Netflix. But nope, Stranger Things was not one of them. First place was a new series called Echoes, 
which premiered in the middle of August, and in second place was a Netflix film called Me Time. It's a comedy starring Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg, and it has an amazing 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yikes. Uh, I take it that is going to drop fast. Lastly, Apple has announced that their holiday film, Spirited, will come to Apple TV Plus November 18th, with a limited release in theaters November 11th. It's their version of A Christmas Carol starring Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell, and Octavia Spencer. I do wonder when Apple is going to start giving their films more of a wider release in theaters. Uh, So far, it's been these very uh, limited one-week releases that I think even AMC and Regal don't participate in. But that is it for this week's episode of Box Office Receipts. Told you it was a quiet one. Uh, Thank you for listening, and see you next time.